Yeah, I record myself. I put this down to the leprechaun height. Alright, so this one's an imaginary uh, conversation I had with my son to explain something to him. Daddy, why is all your porch stuff gone? Because the people who own this building don't have any soul. My Sunday school says everyone has a soul. Son, there's a difference between having a soul and having soul. Same word, different meaning. Having soul means being able to see the beauty in this world. And some people just can't see. Sorry, I've got some tiny ones that I wrote last Friday, so I haven't had a chance to type them. Why are all our poems and songs so sad? We are intergenerationally depressed. An entire army of kids stuck between being forced to grow up too soon and swimming in an ocean of adolescent nostalgia, Saturday morning cartoons, Toys R Us kids, music, television, and other things that don't exist anymore. We spill out our depression into words, on pages, put it into music, and lament, and bitch, and get it all out, before we are swallowed by the same mouth that belts out our personal horrors. Our guidance counselors, and after school specials, and other things that don't exist anymore, always ask us, you want to talk about it? Then we grow up and find out no one really wanted to know. The question was rhetorical. So we talk to ourselves and repeat it to incarcerated audiences already crying out while we bleed on the mic. Alright, so uh, this one's kind of a scene. I'm a big comic book nerd, so I want you to picture a comic book. And this is kind of that after credits scene after most people have put the book down. Superman walks into a bar. The door swings open. A familiar red, white, and blue figure glides through. No one looks up from their drink. Nods at the bartender and sits down. Leave the bottle. It won't do any good anyways. You know the part they never tell you about this job? The piles of dead kids. Adults can usually excuse as having putting themselves into some sort of dangerous situation. But if they really thought about what they were doing or where they were going, they probably could have avoided the whole mess. Chugs the bottle. Nods for another. The fastest man alive, and I still can't be two places at once. Remember that magic guy who turned everyone into kids for a few days a while back? You know how many kids died just from lack of supervision? Truth, justice, those are pretty abstract concepts when you're handing someone's charred toddler back to them. Doesn't matter that you save 20 more, this one hurt the most. Stares blankly at his full bottle. What kind of world would I bring my kid into? I promise the next one's less depressing, and then I'll grab the depressing one. This is the last one. All right, this is part of my jigsaw project, where I take several other poems and mash them up into a new one. Uh, so this is by two works, uh, one from Josh Romig and Leonard Lung. It's Red Light on a Windswept Prairie. I glance out my driver's side window and see a boy trudging miserably down an expanse of windswept prairie. Big sky, maybe one persistent contrail up there, establishing the general era. Airplanes fly, people still do not. A road crosses this windswept prairie, a dirt path really with twin ruts. A boy came walking up that road many years ago, homesick from summer camp. He couldn't be without his mother. If time is fluid, like the oceans, maybe I'm glancing over as a wave breaks. 
I couldn't tell you how many times I made that journey on foot. My heels throbbing, my legs begging to be broken. My hitchhiker's thumb had given up all hope at that point. Later, a teenager passes in the other direction. His essence radiating awkwardness. This long-haired kid, just turned 13, wore hand-me-down boots that are too big for his feet, ripped jeans and a book bag slung across his shoulder. In the dying days of July, whispering under his bed, maybe reciting poetry or telling himself a story, Running fast, he couldn't wait for his bright future. I think about giving him a ride to wherever I may be going, where more drive than ride, some have stopped driving for various reasons, some lose the ability to drive before they pass. But then I remember all the lessons I've learned from time travel movies. The one universal rule being not to meddle with the past, something about a butterfly's wings flapping in Beijing and a tsunami in New Orleans. So instead I hawk my horn and the traffic light turns green. I watched the boy, who might have been in some distance pa distant past, look on with curious anger as the car passes for a moment, then returns to the story already in progress. Not much traffic on this path anymore, but yesterday, a guy came by riding a Segway, saying said he was on his way to visit his mother's grave, said she died a pioneer to this lonely country. He goes tinier and tinier in a rearview mirror, no longer even special, here in the middle of nowhere, until he is yesterday again. <laughs>